Welcome to the Fit Vegan Podcast, the show where we help you optimize your health, fitness, and mindset on a whole food plant-based lifestyle. My name is Maxim Siguain. I am a former triathlete, powerlifter, bodybuilder, and basketball player, and I've been vegan for over nine years. I'm also the founder and CEO of Fit Vegan Coaching, which has helped over 500 vegans from 20 different countries to completely transform their bodies and their health. I'm excited for you to hear today's episode. Let's get into the show. All right. Good morning, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Fit Vegan Podcast. Today, I want to share with you my vegan transition journey and to share with you a story that I've actually never shared online before. Um, at one point in the early stages of my transition, I actually went back to eating eggs, and I'm going to share it with you why, because I made the common mistake that most people make when they transition to a vegan diet and they start to not see any results. They think that it's just about the protein. So today, I'm going to break all of that down for you. So for those of you that are new to my page, hello, my name is Maxim Seguin. I'm the founder of uh, Fit Vegan Coaching. I've helped over 600 people uh, get lean, thrive, and disease, prove their body on plants in 20 different countries. And you know we're on a mission to help 10,000 by 2033 and a million by 2050. Uh, and I'm not going to stop until we get there. So my vegan journey started about almost nine years ago. Um, I used to be a bodybuilder, so I would literally eat a dozen eggs for breakfast. Um, I would do 10 egg whites and two full eggs. I would use a cup of oatmeal, blueberries, and peanut butter. I was eating the same breakfast for almost three plus years when I was bodybuilding, and I would eat three chicken breasts every two hours for five meals per day. So you can count that's 15 chicken breasts per day plus a dozen eggs for breakfast. I was consuming a lot of protein, a lot of animal product. Um, my gut health was terrible. My energy was was terrible. Like I didn't feel I didn't feel that great. Um, one day I was training with one of my friends who was a fitness model. He had a, an agent, um, and he told me that uh, after a training session where we were training together, after we trained, like I have to go to my friend's house to grab something. I was like, great. Um, I since I was driving, I drove him there. We got into to the apartment, um, and there was a massive runway inside the apartment. I was like, what kind of friend you got there? Um, and he's like, oh, it's my modeling agent. I'm just here to get some of my comm cards. So basically, to kind of like your business card for modeling. When you go to to casting, you just hand that that has all your information on there. Um, and then she saw me, and I was 240 pounds, face bloated, had some pimples because I was consuming a lot of dairy. Um, and I was I was again, I'm six four, 240 pounds. I was pretty I was pretty chunky. I was a chunky boy. And uh, she looked at me. She was like, I see something under those chubby cheeks. That's literally what she told me. I see something under those chubby cheeks. It's like, if you want, you can lose, try losing some weight. And then we can do a photo shoot and see if we can get you some jobs. And at the time I had done bodybuilding. I had done powerlifting. I had competed a few times. Uh, and I was like, you know what? I'm ready for something new. So why not give it a shot? Let me, I'm going to do a cut. I'm going to prep for a fitness modeling show. So you're still really fit and muscular. You're just a lot, you know, you go to six pack lean which I had done previously for bodybuilding. And so I started losing weight uh, and I got pretty lean. Um, and then when I got really lean, I went back to her. She's like, oh, you look great, but you're way too big. It's like, you're six foot four. So you're going to be a high fashion model and you're too muscular. Like your, your chest needs to be like a, I think it was like a 
38, max 40 for a suit. And I was like a 44. Um, she's like, you're going to rip all the clothes. And so I was like, if you have to lose some muscle mass, if you want to be able to work in this field, I was like, let's just do a photo shoot first. We did a photo shoot. It was pretty cool. Managed to get a job booked out of it, made some money. Uh, and I was like, you know what? Let me just fully give this a shot. If you know me, I'm pretty darn intense. That when I want to do something, I go all in on it. And so I went on Google. I'm like, what's the fastest way to get skinny? And then the first thing came up was like, vegans are skinny and weak. I was like, great. I don't care if they're weak. I just need to be skinny. So I went vegan the next day. I said, very intense. Uh, worst way to transition, by the way. It was very hard on my stomach, but worst way to transition. Basically went from eating 12 eggs for breakfast with a cup of oatmeal, blueberries, and peanut butter to my first breakfast as a vegan, I think was uh, frozen blueberries in a bowl, dates, and banana, right? I basically went like almost raw vegan without knowing it, but I ate what I knew was not animal product, but I had no idea how to structure my nutrition, fats, car. I didn't know what had protein as a vegan diet. I was like the majority of people when they think of vegan, they're like, there's no protein in there. How are you going to get your protein? How do you make sure you get all your nutrients? I was like, well, I don't care about any of that. I just need to get skinny. I need to lose some muscle mass. So I stopped strength training for a year. I just did cardio went vegan, really low in calories, didn't eat protein at all, like barely any from what I was consuming. Um, and because I was such in a calorie deficit, which again, I didn't know, I wasn't tracking any of it. I was just told to eat whatever I want. As long as it's vegan, I'm going to lose some weight. Basically starved myself because it was so low in calorie, did cardio, managed to lose 80 pounds in one year. Um, didn't look that great, looked really skinny at the end, but I could fit in the freaking sample size for the modeling industry. Finally, six foot four could finally, I was a hundred, I was two four. So I was not like 160 pounds, 160 pounds at six foot four. I got really skinny, but I still had a big chest and lats. So when I put on a suit or a dress shirt, like they, the buttons would stretch a little bit. So I kind of had to like, if you're watching on YouTube, like I had to like tuck my shoulders in like this to make sure the buttons didn't open up too much on my chest. Even there, I kept telling me, you need to be skinnier, you need to be skinnier. And I was like, dude, I'm just freaking a sack of bones at this point. I don't know. I have to shave my bones to get skinnier. I can't do it. Um, but anyways, that's how I originally went vegan was, I say, I say pure vanity. I didn't even know if I would look great. I didn't care about looking great. I just wanted to get skinny enough to fit in the clothes so I can try to work in that industry. And, and, and I did well, right? I managed to do Toronto. I managed to go to New York. I managed to do a three-month contract in Italy and Milan for Fashion Week. Managed to, to travel, get some experience in that industry. Uh, and when I was in Milan, that's when it was the worst. When you start to model internationally, it's a different ball game. Like the drug component is a real thing. Um, and when I was modeling back then, the thing, what was the 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 thing to do to get skinny is girls would grab those uh those cotton pads, right? Like those like ball ones, cotton pads. They'd soak that in orange juice and eat that to feel full because it took up volume in their stomach. I know it sounds very I would say retarded. It sounds very silly to do that. Um, but that was the thing back then, right? It was it was cocaine and cotton balls and orange juice. That's what it was. I never did any drugs when I was there. Um, I didn't want to eat cotton balls. <laughs> so what I did, and, and because I was vegan, all I did was eat rice and run. I would do a few push-ups, a few chin-ups, but every time I did it, I got I like puffed up really big because I have muscle memory from being a bodybuilder. So I would just run, 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 eat rice. And I think I got down to 155 pounds. Um, I don't know how old I was. I was probably 21, I had 20, 21 or something like that. Uh, I looked like a 12 year old boy. 
because I was so skinny. Uh, managed to work in industry over there. But then once I was there, it was very, uh, uh, it was easy to be vegan because I was only basically eating rice and vegetables and I was very limiting what I was eating. I didn't want to make myself puke like some of the other people were doing. That was just not my jam. So for those of all of you that think it's a glamorous world, the modeling world, unless you're at the top, it's not super glamorous, especially as you're coming up. But when I was in Italy, um, I love smiling. I'm a happy person. Uh, I would go to castings and I would walk and then they're like, you can't smile on the photos. You can't smile on the runway. They just kept, they, and then they control how much you change your hair and all of that. And so I was like, you know what? Screw these people. I'm going to start my own brand. And one day I'm going to build something so big that I'll be able to be on the cover of a magazine and freaking smile for it. And it's coming in the next two years. I'm going to be on the cover of a few magazines. I'm working on it. Um, but anyways, I digress from the conversation of modeling. It was an interesting time of my life. Basically been vegan since then. But when I was modeling and I transitioned to going vegan, maybe a year and a half into me being vegan, um, I got skinny. I lost 80 pounds, but I looked skinny fat. Like my body didn't look that great. I was I was like kind of lean, but kind of chunky a little bit. And it was a little bit of fluff. And I was like, man, like I need to eat more protein to like improve my body composition. And then I come from the world of bodybuilding. So all my buddies that were that I was training with, it was like, you need some more protein, like consider yeah, including some eggs or some fish or whatever. Um, and I was a year and a half into being vegan. And I was like, I was like, well, I was like, I really want to work in this industry and it's like pretty good money. And I was like, I can't figure out how to do it as a vegan. And so eventually I just cracked. I was like, let me just add some eggs into what I'm eating and um, see if that helps. And I'll be honest with you. I did not want to eat the eggs. Um, and, my reason was again to get skinny at first it wasn't about the animals it wasn't about the health at that point it was for none of those reasons it was just i needed to get skinny so that's why i justified to myself like oh it's okay for me to have some eggs but i knew that eggs were like chicken periods and i was and i would like cook them and i would eat them and i would look oh it was ugh, it was so nasty i still yeah it was very it was very gross um i had a hard time eating it but i was like well that's gonna help me shift my body composition and then after about two weeks, I was like, fuck that. I, I can't eat eggs anymore. Like it's, I wasn't eating a lot of them. I just couldn't wrap my head around the fact that I needed to do this to improve my body composition. I was like, there has to be a freaking better way for me to do this. And so I just stopped and I never went back after that. Um, and I, and I, I kind of happy that I did that because I feel like most people are going to be able to relate to that. Cause I'm not, I, I get that again. I, I take a lot of calls for people that want to be in our program, and the majority of people at one point went back to eating eggs or fish because they thought they couldn't get enough protein to transform their body. But now we've been able to help 600 plus people do it without any animal products and get enough protein on a whole food plant-based diet to transform. So I'm really happy that I went down that path to be like, no, there's another way to do this. And that's what led me to continue studying, continue doing some research, continue to experiment on my body, and then finally figure out like, okay, if you eat this amount of protein and you're smart with your calorie deficit and your strength training, you'll be able to have an amazing shift in body composition without consuming any animal products. And so a part of me, when I first got started, got weak and I was like, you know what, if this is what's needed and I just couldn't, yeah, I couldn't, I couldn't do it anymore. So I, I had to stop. Um, I went back to being vegan. And then after that, that's when I watch Cowspiracy, Forks Over Knife, all these documentaries. That's 
after that, that's also the time where my grandfather got diagnosed with um, cancer and he passed away shortly after. And once he got diagnosed with cancer, that's when I was watching Forks Over Knife and all these documentaries. And I was like, oh, shit, everyone needs to go vegan. This is the way to save yourself. So it was very harsh on my parents about transitioning to being vegan. Um, my mom was not fully vegan for three years. She's been a part of my program. Best shape of her life. The lightest she's been since college. Has a six pack and she's 57, like completely crushing it as a vegan. But to go back to my point was um, when my father got diagnosed and I was watching documentaries, I was really harsh on my parents and people around me. Like, you guys need to eat vegan. I don't want, I love you all. I don't want any of you to be sick. So you need to change how you're eating. And I wasn't the most pleasant to be around at the time, but that's basically what solidified for me of like, this is the way to live because the studies are showing that this is the ultimate way to greatly reduce your risk. Again, nothing is guaranteed in life, but going vegan or eating or just eating more plant-based is like putting on a seatbelt in your car. When you crash, you're a lot less likely to die with a seatbelt. It's not guaranteed that you won't die like you might, but chances are that you won't because you have your seatbelt. Um, and that's what that's how I see plant-based eating and an active lifestyle being. It's a seatbelt. It's a, you're, you're in the car with a seatbelt and a helmet and you're all padded up. Right, it's going to greatly reduce your risk of, of these diseases, and you know it's been shown to reverse um, some of the, the these chronic diseases that people are dealing with. So that's kind of what sealed the deal for me. And then as I continued my journey, um, finally identified the way to properly fuel myself to shift my body composition. At that point, I got out of the modeling industry; it was too messed up for me. Then I got into triathlons. Um, actually, before I got into triathlons. I actually, um, that's when my ex-partner got diagnosed with, uh, with breast cancer. And so I made, I made it so that I could raise money for cancer patients. I biked from Vancouver, Canada to San Francisco, like 2000 kilometers or something like that. It took me 22 days, a hundred kilometers, uh, a day, a hundred, some of them were like plus or minus a hundred, but it was around 2000 kilometers for the whole trip. I was camping every night. Um, I would carry all my food with me, find a place, a spot to, to camp put up my tent, even if it was pouring rain, putting the tent in the pouring rain, managed to raise several thousand dollars for five different cancer patients and was able to um, donate that to them, which was really a powerful experience because some of them just like at their last penny paying for treatments um, and it just came in at the perfect time. So uh, it really touched my heart to be able to do that for them um, and to have that impact. And uh, after that, when I did that, that, that cycling trip, I was like, okay, I want to do something harder. What's harder than that? And I went on Google and Google is the thing to make me do things. I think what's the hardest events in the world? Like Ironman showed up. I was like, I have no idea what an Ironman is. Like it's a triathlon. I was like, I have no idea what a triathlon is. So I did some research as to what it is. And I was like, oh my God, it's a crazy distance to swim, bike and run. I am not a swimmer. Like I swim in my pool when I was a kid, but it's kind of like swimming around. I never like swam, swam. Um, never really like biking to San Francisco was my first biking experience and running when I played basketball, I was pretty much it. I would never like really go and run. Uh, so I decided to sign up for a half Ironman six months out. Um, started to train for that, learned how to tweak my nutrition as a plant-based athlete to make sure that I was getting enough calories, uh, to sustain the training that I was doing, was able to do almost 20 to 25 different triathlons. Some of them, including half Ironmans and some 10 K races, some half marathon races on a plant-based diet and just absolutely crush it. I think I finished like top 5% in the world in my age group when I was competing in half Ironman. So it was just awesome, um, experience. And now it's been almost 
nine years that I've been plant-based. Um, and the, the thing that solidified it even more for me is when my ex-partner got, got diagnosed with breast cancer, she was a vegetarian. She transitioned to plant-based eating. It greatly reduced her risk of inflammatory markers in her body, shrunk the tumor, um, and the doctor gave her one year to live. And she made it 4.5 years with an amazing quality of life where she was able to live life like a normal person, right? For the most part up until the end. Um, and so I, I associate her transitioning to plant-based to adding 3.5 years to her life and giving her good quality of life and being able to, you know, help manage this, the, the chronic disease that she was dealing with. Um, and so that's why I do everything that I do is so that I can help people not be in that position and not have to deal with that when it can easily be prevented, right? For my ex-partner, my grandfather, none of them were genetic cancers. They were both lifestyle created. So you probably heard the quote before, genetic loads the gun, but lifestyle pulls the trigger. So it was true in both of their cases. Um, very, both of them, entrepreneurs, really busy, on the go, putting health second. And so that's why I'm trying to be more mindful with my own approach to my life and the things that I'm trying to build, the impact that I'm trying to have. I'm trying to have, Again, 10,000 people by 2033 and a million by 2050, I'm trying to get there without putting myself in a position where I could potentially get diagnosed with cancer because I'm so stressed and I didn't take care of myself. And so finding that balanced approach to being able to have that impact without sacrificing my own health has been the challenge because I have the ability to work myself to the ground. I've done it a few times. Um, and so just want to tweak the approach, but I wholeheartedly believe that a plant-based diet is the way to move forward to transition to. And um, that's one of the reasons we kind of opened up our program to people that want to transition to a plant-based lifestyle. Before it was only people that were um, vegan that could join the program, but now we opened it up to people that want to transition to a plant-based diet. Because at the end of the day, I don't need vegans to be more vegan. I need more people to eat more plant-based. That's where the impact's going to be. Those are the people that are going to need the help to greatly reduce their risk. If you're already vegan, you're junk food vegan, like you're better off than if you were not eating vegan 100%, right? So as long as you focus on whole food plant-based, it's going to make a difference, but we're excited to be able to work with people that want to transition. So if it's something that you're interested in, um, there's a link down below. We can book a call with myself uh, or IV for that matter to um, discuss about a game plan and strategy about how we can help you achieve that while helping you lose some body fat, improving your mindset and building some new habits. All right. So that's pretty much my vegan journey. And that's the time that I went back to actually eating eggs because I got sucked into, I need some more protein. I need to shift my body composition. I need to look a certain way for, for modeling without any consideration for my health or anything else. And so I don't want you guys to make that same mistake that I did because you don't have to consume egg pro uh, egg eggs or fish or any animal products to get enough protein. Again, we've done it hundreds and hundreds of time. It's science-based. We have a science-based approach. We have a holistic nutritionist on our team with 10 plus years of experience that is building all the meal plans for our members. And so that's what we'd like to offer you because you don't have to go through that. You can get enough protein through a plant-based lifestyle. Um, and so I want to say a massive thank you for listening to the podcast episode. If it was valuable to you and you feel comfortable, share it on 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 Instagram, on Facebook, and whatever your platform of choice is because I want to be able to help more people with uh, that message and help more people transition and disease proof their body and get to an optimal place where they can thrive and live their best life. So I want to say a massive thank you for listening to this podcast episode. If you enjoyed it, um, again, be sure to leave a five-star review with it on YouTube or on podcast, and I will see you in the next episode. Bye. 
Thank you for listening. If you enjoyed the episode and would like to support, please share it with others that would benefit from it. Share it on social media and be sure to leave a five-star rating and review. You can also follow me on Instagram at Maxim underscore official and on YouTube at FitVegan. The links will also be in the show notes. I'll see you in the next episode.